0: Hi, my name is Dan Dick. Welcome to another edition of Church Matters. A church review website I read recently evaluates congregations on a number of factors. One criteria, quite cynically, estimated the number of people who will die in the next 20 years. It's a good question to ask. My guest today is Willard Metzger. He is the Executive Director of Mennonite Church Canada, which represents around 31,000 members in 225 congregations from the east coast of Canada to the west. Willard has been asking questions about the Church's future ever since he took his post in 2010. In 2012, he led the creation of the Future Directions Task Force, a group charged with two central questions. What is God's Spirit calling the Church to in the 21st century? And two, what are the best ways for the Church to thrive and grow? These are the same questions being asked across Christian Expressions, says Willard, who meets regularly with leaders ranging from the United Church to the Baptist Church. He also has a genuine passion for young adults, and whenever he can meet with them, asks for their thoughts on the future of the Church. Welcome to our posh 1950s-era chrome dining room guest chair, Willard. Thank you. Always good to be here, Dan. Willard, what are younger people telling you about why they are or are not engaging their faith in the context of a church? I
1: think it's very clear that uh, Christian expression and experience as we've known it is going to be undergoing some dramatic change. Uh, It's not that that I'm sensing from our young adults or youth that there is a decreasing desire to serve God, to worship god, uh, to 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 be in community but um, but oftentimes I think the 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 ways in which we have been expressing that are finding it more difficult to connect with our youth and our young adults. Uh, for example, at a recent evangelical fellowship of Canada meeting where where church leaders gathered together, we were talking about about um, young persons training for, for pastoral assignment. And some are experiencing a decline in how many people are showing interest in church ministry, pastoral leadership. But one, one uh, leader said something that I found incredibly intriguing. He said, we don't have any problem having young people graduate from our seminary and ready to be engaged in pastoral ministry. He said the problem we have is that they don't want to pastor the congregations that we have ready for them that are needing that are needing pastoral placements. They want to try something different. They want to they're more entrepreneurial. So that tells me we still have people sensing that call to pastoral ministry, wanting to, to lead uh, faith movements, faith gatherings, communities, but, um, but they're not interested in carrying on the traditional kind of, of expression of worship that, and church life uh, as we've known it. So they're less interested in carrying on the legacy of tradition. What kinds of things
0: do they want to do?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question, and and something that we keep asking. Um, I keep asking every opportunity that I get. My sense is that young adults are are wanting to be engaged on the cutting edge of things that really matter. So so things of of um, social justice, um, responding to to poverty. To me. Um, young adults are, are are expressing to me, that's the kind of faith that they want to express because of their love for God, because of their commitment to Jesus. But it's it's more than carrying on the traditional programs, uh, holding up the structures that, that has served us well in the past. They're just not interested in carrying that on. Instead, they want to be on the cutting edge, where real things are happening and real things need to happen. And they're saying that's where the church needs to be, and they want to be a part of that church that is responding there. And is this what you're hearing
0: across denominations and and ecumenically speaking?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've been sharing on a number of occasions. My sense is that there are two clear expectations that our Canadian public have for the church. The one is that the church gets along. If it feels as though denominations, congregations are competing against each other, even non-religious people know that that just intuitively they know that's not right. That can't be what God is wanting. And the second is that um, they expect the church to be a leader in addressing issues of poverty and social justice. So I'm experiencing that from the Canadian public at large but across Christian expression, we're, we're experiencing that same push from within our congregations, in our young adult sector. So pastors now are feeling from the outside, the, the our society grabbing a hold and, and pulling us out. And from within, our young adults pushing from behind saying, get us out there, because that's where we, where we need to be. And that resonates across Christian expression. So where does that leave the older generations who are quite content
0: with the traditional uh, place and legacy of, of worship as they've known it for years?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question. I'm thinking, certainly uh, religious researchers are suggesting we're in a huge paradigm shift, probably in the, at the beginning of something like a Reformation-like paradigm shift. Any kind of shift of that nature is going to take quite some time. So this will not be an overnight transformation. I'm thinking probably for a good, you know, some of my colleagues are saying 50 years, there's going to be a 50-year period of this, of this transition. And during that period... We're going to have to find ways of celebrating multiple expressions of of church because it's very appropriate for our seniors that have given their lives to serving God. Their faith is nurtured and celebrated in ways that they find meaningful. That isn't a, a negative way of doing church. That's an important expression but i think we also need to find ways then of releasing the entrepreneurial spirit that is stirring in our youth and our young adults and saying and how can we bless some new initiatives and i think this 50-year period will need to find ways in which the, which the christian church can embrace a new comfort of risk try something and see what happens and if it doesn't work that's not a failure that's a learning so you've already hinted
0: that our younger folks want to be on the cutting edge. They're more entrepreneurial. They're more interested in social justice. Explore that a little bit more for me in this transition time. What does it mean for a church to have integrity during this transition period?
1: I'm really thinking that in our Canadian context, there are three things that I think we, we really need to be focused on. For any, any church to have integrity in Canada because of our context, that is uh, Indigenous relationships. I think with the Truth and Reconciliation Commission that's just finishing up now, it's, uh, it's mandate, but the concern is just going to increase and grow. And so I think, I think we need to be paying attention to strengthening healthy relationships with our indigenous neighbors. I think that's, that's critical. Second, I think climate justice, earth care. Uh, again, in our Canadian context and uh, the richness of natural resources and the, the global stress for even access to, to, to clean water, I think there will be increasing pressure, global pressure, to look at countries like Canada uh, to say, is, is access to clean water, is that a global right? just a natural right of peoplehood, just global peoplehood? And is it proper for any uh, government structure or any political entity to lay claim to a natural resource of the earth that is there for the sustenance of, of all global people? That's going to be an increasing conversation, and I think the church needs to be engaged on the front end of that conversation. And then the third, with the increasing Immigration um, globally uh, in Canada, uh, we have many more different expressions of faith that are present in our Canadian landscape. Uh, I think it's critical for for church leaders to be able to display respectful, healthy dialogue, interreligious dialogue. Uh, so those three things, I think, particularly as a Canadian, uh, in the Canadian context, for a church to have integrity, we've got to be engaged in those: Indigenous relationship, climate justice, earth care, and healthy interreligious dialogue in a peaceful fashion. I think those are critical.
0: So, where then are the growing edges of Mennonite Church Canada that you see as executive director uh, for the denomination?
1: As Mennonite congregations, we have greatly valued a humble expression of faith, and I'm I'm quite thankful for that. However, I think the Anabaptist perspective has a particular relevance right now that is pulling us, I think, begging us to be a little less silent about that perspective. We can still be humble, but I think we need to elevate Anabaptist theology. It resonates with persons that are looking for a greater alignment of evangelism, of expressing the good news by loving your neighbor, by making sure that we are responding positively to issues of poverty and social injustice. I think Anabaptism has always kept those two clearly together. We live our lives of discipleship, of response to our neighbors, because of our love and devotion and our faith in Jesus Christ. We need to do that with pride and with joy. And And I really think that that it's that connection that is so relevant and that our Canadian public is actually quite hungry to see expressed and lived out. Willard, you've been a pastor
0: for a good number of years, so you know what it's like on the ground. What would you identify as some of the key challenges that congregational leaders and church pastors are going to face in the next 10 to 20 years
1: as a denomination we've come to recognize that the ministry and the structure that has served us so well in the past is just simply no longer sustainable and that's not just financially but emotionally as well at a congregational level that same dynamic is being experienced the things the ministries the programs that we've done uh, the committee structure uh, and the need for, for the volunteer labor that that, that that requires, that just isn't sustainable anymore. People are busier. People are still wanting to be a part of that faith community. But the kind of structure, the kind of programs that we've held as congregations in the past, um, we just can't, we can't sustain that any longer. So I think that's going to be a big challenge. Uh, how can we think more creatively? How can we think of, for instance, rather than having somebody serve on a committee for a three-year term, can we think more in, in terms of an event? We're going to be doing this. Who would like to help volunteer for this event? And then it's a, it's a simpler and cleaner way for people to be engaged because people are finding it much harder to envision and to make a promise for the next three years. Boy, I, I don't know. So I think that's gonna be a challenge.
0: Willard, we need to wrap this up, so this will be my last
1: question for you. Is there any good news for the church in all of this? Oh, I think there's lots of good news for the church, but I think to see it, we're going to have to think a little differently. If good news means, can we continue what we've been doing, and can that continue to thrive and grow, then maybe the news doesn't feel all that good. But if the good news is the Spirit of God is alive, stirring in hearts of of people all across our country, in our youth and young adults, but they want to express it differently. And if we're ready to embrace that differently, then there is a lot of good news, because there are going to be some exciting things happening in the future. Thanks for joining me, Willard.
0: Thank you. Does your church have a hopeful future? Are teens and young adults are participating in abundance? We'd like to hear from you. Send an email to Matters at MennoniteChurch.ca and share your hopes for the future. That wraps up today's episode. Join us next month for another edition of Church Matters. To continue hearing Church Matters, please consider supporting this program with a gift to Mennonite Church Canada. To give, just call one 866 6785 or visit MennoniteChurch.ca and click on the donate link. My name is Dan Dick, and you've been listening to Church Matters. Know that you are called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Thanks for listening. As you go out from here